Oh, baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports Better Than Most, where we just finished week one of the NFL and a crazy week. I mean, I guess both college and the NFL were both crazy, but a crazy week two in college football where we saw some some of the higher-ranked teams in the top ten lose. Yeah, it's, you know, college football kind of has this act for being kind of out there and crazy, but the NFL, I feel like on Sunday, took center stage um, week one with with a lot of interesting finishes, um, some really bad kicks. Um, uh, there's something going on again with kicking. It happens every year. Um, but uh, we saw a lot of interesting finishes, definitely. There's a lot to talk about. So I think we better just dive right in. And I guess we'll start with the Thursday night matchup to kick off. The defending Super Bowl champions get kind of, I mean, embarrassed is the best way to put it against the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills on the flip side look like the Super Bowl favorites that everybody thinks they are. Um, the Rams just really couldn't get much going. Buffalo's defense, I think Buffalo had several turnovers too. I'm yeah, not I think they said they had like two or three turnovers in the yeah. first half, and they said they were tied, so they felt like they just there was no way they could lose that game once after, after the, the Ram, I mean, you said it, that the Rams would obviously struggle maybe from, you know, well, I just felt like, the, you know, you come out after winning a ring. Um, and, I mean, let's be real here. I mean, if you think about what happened last year, it's not like they 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 won in, like, one by, th- you know, three touchdowns. I mean, every single game they won was close. There was right. no part of it that was, like, not a struggle, to be honest with you. Um, and they lost Odell, Stafford, everyone – Knows is kind of dealing with some arm issues. Best defensive player, maybe in the NFL. Yeah, so I mean, um, it was. It you was, know, really, it's just. I don't think it was a shocker that the Rams. To me, I thought they would lose. Old and. and I thought they would struggle, and I thought they would lose, but I didn't think they'd get embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I I wouldn't even put the Rams in the playoffs right now. The NFC is obviously a million times weaker, but, I mean, let's be honest. Buffalo gave everybody reason to believe that they're going to end up winning uh, winning it all. But again, you've never won the Super Bowl week one, but I think you can definitely damage your chances. And the Rams looked a far cry from the team back in February that won the Super Bowl. I think they got issues. Um, I, I think they got some issues all over the place, to be honest with you. And um, I, I, I don't know. I think Matthew Stafford's got some issues that we're never probably going to know about, really. Um, but the Bills... They um they ran the ball they threw the ball, um, they just look like they're 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 the total team. So, there no surprise. I don't think there's a lot to talk about besides the Bills look great, the Rams look horrible. Um, we're gonna just kind of hit some of the highlights of some of these games because some of them had some really interesting results. The Saints came back and won against Atlanta. I don't know really what to think about that, but the Rams did come back and win, which which was I guess expected. Um, but probably one of the big shockers in horrible conditions, the 49ers with Trey Lance, with Jimmy Garoppolo sitting on the sidelines, looking over his head. Justin Fields and the Bears somehow win that game. Um, we, I think we all agreed the Bears were um, not probably one of the better teams in the NFL, but they go out and beat what a lot of people thought were the Super Bowl possibilities. So what's your take on San Francisco? You think Trey Lance is going to survive? Yeah, I mean, they all... Everyone knows what the conditions that they played in, so I'm not going to take much out of the first game, first start for Trey Lance and just horrendous conditions um, at Chicago. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's proven that you don't have to, he's proven that he doesn't have to have a, you know, tremendous QB under center to win games, to to do what he's done. Um, I mean, they've won a lot of games in the last four or five years. They've done a lot of things in the playoffs, so... Um, I'm not going to worry about it too soon. I think Kyle Shanahan, even with mediocre QB play, has gone to the Super Bowl, has gone to the championship game, has won a lot of games. So they don't win pretty, but they win. So Yeah, I just think it kind of shows you, though, I know the running back got injured. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, Mostert? No, Mostert's with Miami now. Um, Elijah Mitchell, I think, is that oh. who it is? Um, you know, I agree. The weather conditions were rough. There were some turnovers. The Bears somehow won. I don't think I feel any better about the Bears, but I certainly don't feel any better about the 49ers. I, it'll be interesting. Unfortunately for Trey Lance, he's got 
everyone watch he better win a game or two pretty soon <laughs> um we'll, we'll see where that takes us because um garoppolo is going to be um people are going to be screaming for him eventually too probably the wildest game were was was in cincinnati the pittsburgh steelers we had no idea what was going to happen with them we talked about what a great coach they have defensively they're always pretty solid but quarterback situation was up in the air of course then they played the Bengals. Um, the Super Bowl runner-ups with Joe Burrow. This game, Pittsburgh dominated. Um, they got some injuries. Cincinnati came storming back to tie in the last second, miraculously. Um, and then they have an extra point to win, and the extra point is missed from Evan McPherson, who kicked unbelievably last year. Um, and then they go to overtime. They kind of go back and forth. Cincinnati has not necessarily a chip shot, but a pretty easy field goal to win it. Miss it. Pittsburgh somehow storms down, kicks a field goal, and wins. What's your take now? I mean, are you any more confident in Pittsburgh? Are you less confident in Cincinnati? Are you about the same with all? What do you think? I think if you're a Steelers fan, um, you shouldn't be totally surprised. I mean, they've just had their culture of winning football. Um, obviously, they, I think, well, through four interceptions, and you just won, so that's really not a very, uh, when you think about it, you're like, man, if you get four turnovers, you probably, and a pick six, I should say, uh, you got seven points free. So, I mean, you really should be, a, I mean, you shouldn't be worried, but I think um, the offense, I think eventually Pickett will be the starter, and I think the offense will just get better and better. So, I mean, that was a steal, having them beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Um, I mean, they're going to win games. They're not going to win pretty. Um, it's not going to be a team that's going to probably do anything in the playoffs if they make it, but they are not. Their, their defense is, is still good no matter what, so it doesn't matter who's under center. Um, so, I mean, Cincinnati's offensive line is still an issue. <clears throat> I know they attempted to uh, restructure it, get some new guys in there, but Joe Burrow looked looked pretty rough. Looked like he was getting beat up pretty bad. Um, so that that's in itself one thing. Um, Pittsburgh. Their offense was, they did enough under the circumstances. They did get some injuries. Good thing Najee Harris is coming back, I think, this week. Um, TJ Watts out for six weeks or something with the torn pectoral, but he doesn't need surgery, so at least he's not out. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel I was mad because I got Joe Burrow in one of my fantasy leagues. <laughs> um, I don't know what I feel about either of them. I think Pittsburgh is gonna. Uh, Pittsburgh's gonna be in every single game they play. They could win the Super Bowl, I think. Um, and Cincinnati, if they can shore up the offensive line, like we talked about last year, um, I don't know. I guess they could could do a lot. But it was definitely I the prime. It, it was it was a really good game, a divisional game to start the year. Um, it was it was good to see, um, but I think Cincinnati's got to get over this offensive line issue. They they just they got to establish it. They got to keep Joe Burrow upright. He's you know maybe get Joe Mixon involved more, run the ball. They got some wide receivers obviously, but um, obviously um, they had an injury, concussion, so they were playing a little shorthanded for a while. So it'll be interesting to see um, how it all kind of plays together for Cincinnati over the next couple of weeks, but. I think both teams have a chance to do whatever it is they want to do. So did we learn a lot from those games? I think we learned more about Pittsburgh. Um, Cincinnati's just Cincinnati, but I was pleasantly surprised with Pittsburgh, and I think it'll be interesting to see how they progress at the quarterback situation. we got to talk for a second about the Lions. They actually hung in there for quite some time. Their defense had more holes than Swiss cheese. Um, but with that being said, DeAndre Swift ran great. He's didn't practice today because he's injured now. Um, if they could have played the second half, they could have played the first half like they did the second half offensively, they win that game. I mean, Jared Goff only had like 11 passing yards through two and a half quarters. I mean, it's just not winning football. Um, and I think um, facing, uh, what was his name, the quarterback? Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts, I think, was, I think Jalen Hurts is in a situation where if there was another quarterback that was in his situation that wasn't mobile, 
he'd probably already have his career be over because I'll tell you what, it was probably every other play he was being chased. Now, granted, Jalen Hurts is one of the best athletes in the NFL, so he got pretty much loose on every single one of them. Um, I mean, I, I think if you're a Lions fan, you should not be at all worried. I mean, you've had a team that's been terrible for a very long time. This is not a terrible football team. No, I'm telling you, I They're think a good football team. after what I saw, I think they can win the division. Yeah, I mean, there's um, no doubt. I really do. It sucked having them lose that game yesterday, uh, last weekend. But let me tell you what: if you're a, if you're a Lions fan, you gotta be excited. They had a they had a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts from that D line, um, and he's just I mean it's just a learning experience for a lot of those guys, um, and and they'll get better and, and they'll be able to you know make more better tackles, especially against I mean only other than maybe Kyler Murray and, and Lamar Jackson are you going to get somebody that is going to be able to avoid all those tackles like that. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts was running for his life on half the plays last week. So, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you should not be worried. I think the Lions really played a good game. Um, it's just the way it worked out week one. I, I really think it's a – I don't think it's a good thing that they lost, but I think at the same time, I think it's a learning experience for them. I mean – It's not like they lost 38 Yeah, I mean, they lost 38-35, I mean, and they really had every chance to – to be in that game. I didn't understand the onside kick early in the second half. Yeah, I guess um, just they thought they could catch him off. Yeah, I mean, if you could, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't blame the idea, but I didn't think it was probably the right idea at that time. But, um, I mean, the Lions came out, and they did a lot of good things. They just got to get going. They came out in that drive right away, scored, and then they were just silent for a while offensively. Um, so, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you got to be happy. Defense will get better. And the defense wasn't terrible. I mean, they had a pick six. So, I mean, that's another yeah. seven points that hurts the defense. That, you know, wasn't really the defense's fault, obviously. And then that pick six, I mean, it wasn't a great throw, but at the same time, the Eagles got lucky with the way the ball tipped up in the air right to the defender. I mean, it could have gone anywhere, and it wouldn't have been a pick six, and it just happened to go right in that guy's hands. So, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you should be more ecstatic about this after a loss than and you should be in the last 20 years. we just the Lions are favorite for the first time in 25 games. We'll have our prediction later. And it showed last week that... I mean, we already knew this, but those guys believe in Dan Campbell. They want to play for Dan Campbell. They want to win extremely bad. So, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you got to be encouraged with the way um, those guys are fighting and playing hard to every every snap they're playing hard. And Dan Campbell wants to win more than anyone. So, yeah. I mean, you really got to be excited if you're a Lions fan. They're not going to win the Super Bowl, but they, they, have, they have made a step forward without question. Interesting game. Miami beats New England. New England's offense looks putrid. Everybody's talking about the Dolphins. They really didn't score that much. I think, what, 21 points only? Yeah, I was looking at the stats, and they only had, like, 307 yards of offense. So, I mean... Tua only threw, I think, two passes past 20 yards. He didn't throw any downfield passes. They were all kind of dink and dunks. Um, I'm I'm troubled if I'm a Miami fan because, number one, you knew New England have a good defense. They always have a good defense. But it also is troubling... With two is supposedly making progress with the skilled players that they have down in Miami, that they would have maybe won it a little bit more. Um, if they would have played an offense with a pulse, I think they probably yeah. would have been in a closer game or lost. Uh-huh. So. I feel bad for New England. I I think in ter- well, I don't feel bad for them. They've won a lot of Super Bowls, but I'm saying um, that offense is bad. They, I think you probably would be the star of the team if you played for them. I mean, they're they're pretty. They, they, they don't, I don't think they have anybody. I, I feel like that's the way New England's been for the last, besides Tom Brady for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. So not spend a ton of time right now on that. But not to mention England, Josh McDaniels as well. So, I mean, yeah. you had two guys that were just, they're, they're, they, I mean, obviously Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And Josh McDaniels, I mean, something about him just works. And let's remember who that offensive coordinator now is. I'm sure yeah, I don't, Lion fans, you know that. But I'm just saying they, they, they got a special teams guy and a defensive guy calling offensive plays. Um, I think New England's got a, New England's in trouble, folks. Yeah. But Miami, I think it's a it's a charade, and I think Tua. Is, I think before uh, long they're going to get exposed. Yeah, and I think Tua is going to feel the wrath of it, which yeah. fair or unfair. But um, I I don't know if I was a Miami Dolphin fan, they're all excited because they beat New England. Let's let's give it a few weeks, I think, yeah. um, and see. We'll, just, we'll give it this week and see what happens. Baltimore looked great over the Jets. The Jets, got, obviously, they're not going to win right now with, with the quarterback situation they have, but congratulations to Baltimore. They looked good. Lamar looked good. Um, uh, I can't think of the wide receiver everyone's picking up now on. Um, Rashad Bateman? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, the, 
D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know I just picked him up in one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah. Um, but everyone's picking him up right now. I guess I could pull up fantasy and you'll see him. Yeah, I don't know how to say leagues. his name. Though. Um, Jushan or Duvernay. Yeah, um, Duvernay, yeah, Duvernay. Everyone's it, picking him up. So Baltimore looks like a good team. Let's see when they play somebody with some pulse. Washington beats Jacksonville. Same old Jacksonville. Um, I think. Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to – I got some real questions about him, and if we had a ton of time to talk, I could tell you why I think he's maybe not going to be the quarterback everyone thought. Um, the Cleveland Browns kick a, what, a 60-yard field goal? It was like 58. Uh, 58, okay, well. I'm I mean, sorry. it's still a long distance, um, no matter what. Kick this long field goal. They maybe finally got a field goal kicker. Um, Baker kind of exposed them. Two big plays in the second half. And, um, hey, the Browns right now with Jacoby Brissett, every win is – And like I'm not going to lie – I mean, I'm not rooting against Jacoby Brissett, but I kind of was rooting against the Browns because I just like to see him lose. I think it's kind of funny. But at the same time, if you watch that game, you had to somewhat be worried with what Jacoby's head is like because at the end of that game, he went to spike that ball, and he probably should have been called for intentional grounding. Yeah, that was by the rule. Of controversy about it. But, I mean, I heard what they... I understand. I, I got what they were saying. I mean, it's I like he knew what he was doing, but at the same time, he didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's like you should every single play before you snap the ball. You should know. You you should already know what you're going to be. You know what's you know A B C and D. And obviously, when you're spiking the ball, there's only one option. You're spiking right. the ball immediately. So I mean, yeah, I don't understand what he was trying to do. I guess he was. Was he going to think maybe he could throw it? If, if yeah, I don't know I don't what know. was going on, but that should worry you a little bit. I mean, it is week one. Um, and the guy hasn't obviously always been – I mean, he's not really a starter. He's just filling in the role for Deshaun Watson right now. But, you know, it's not um, not something you want to see out of your, you know, commander-in-chief under center <laughs> doing late in games. Yeah. I, I mean, again, but every, it's a win's a win. So that's Every all win they have right now, like I said, is a Super Bowl win for the Cleveland Browns. But I think it would have been hilarious um, if the, the, Card- the, uh, the Cardinals – the. Panthers could have beat the Browns. I would have had a real field day on Twitter with that one. I just think, you know, it's it's it is. The Browns just are trying to win as many games as they can, and right now the schedule I think helps them. They play the Jets I think this week, so uh, um, that's yeah. kind of a, a good chance for them. So we'll talk more about that in just a second. But anyways, congratulations, Cleveland. The Colts and Houston they tie. Um, major red flags. Uh, Matt Ryan. Did not look like himself. Um, Indianapolis did nothing well, to be honest with you. And Houston, I don't know surprised. about that though. Well, I mean, if I look, I look, I just looked at the stats, and I don't know. They had three turnovers, but they had 517 yards of offense versus Houston had 219. I mean, 299 yards. Yeah, some turnovers. I mean, they, they had, had an interception and then two fumbles. Or I'm sorry, one fumble lost and one interception thrown. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm saying Matt Ryan did not. I, I thought Matt Ryan's gonna come out and set the world on fire. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I think of it. It's Ty. I think Ty. I mean, he threw fifty times. So I mean, that's not probably the most but balanced. Not of an when got supposed to be the best running back in the NFL. But he had thirty-one carries, so that's a lot. I mean, they had the ball a lot, but it was it was not pretty. I I I watched a lot of that game because I had obviously. The number one running back. Um, hey, as long as he keeps throwing it to Pittman. And I have Pittman. If Pittman and um, um, what's the running back's name? I just forgot his name. Right? Jonathan Taylor. As long as they both have all the offense, I think we'll be pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got Pittman in one of my leagues. I got Jonathan Taylor. Um, I got the Colts defense. I'm a little worried about that. Maybe I should get someone else. We'll see. Um, Houston, though, looked good. They looked okay. Um Lovey Smith, I think, is an old coach that needs to retire. I think Houston got him to kind of stabilize their program. Um, but I just don't know what growth they're going to have with him. We'll see. Um, I think this brings up this issue about a tie in the NFL. I think it's stupid. It's like kissing your cousin. they got to come up with a better way to decide a champion. Every, every game somebody should win. I think the ties are ridiculous. Um, I don't know what – I know they don't want to injure players, but – I just feel like well, maybe they should institute kind of a rule like the college has, where obviously after three overtimes they just go back to back two point conversions. Something because uh, I know what they're they're doing is to not have games over. You know, like they don't right. want Players they want play. every single game to be on TV. They don't want it to not be on TV. So I understand that idea, but ties are just. I mean, we're not in fifth grade anymore. No. I mean, this is the NFL. I mean, in college they don't tie. I mean, it's a little different in college, but. 
I mean, they don't tie in college, and it, they shouldn't tie in the NFL. There's got to um, be something. Especially when it's with. a it's a 17 game season. I mean, in the MLB, they don't tie. It's a division game, even. I mean, I mean like, it's just annoying that they do that, but something they don't make changes to it. But at the same time, like I said, maybe they should do something like that, where it's just like, I mean, it could be over in two minutes. Yeah. I mean, you get you get a two point conversion, you get it the next play, they don't get it, it's over. I mean, I, I know that's. Maybe not what they. Maybe they don't want to foul what college football does, but they gotta do something because it's just it's, tying is not not. I mean, literally, at all. we almost had two ties this week. <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati Pittsburgh probably should have been a tie. Right. Um, just well, it's, very well could have. It's 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 rough. It's rough. That that whole division. I tweeted some things out about the divisions. You know, the one division, no one won any games, and it just it's it's that was that was rough. The New York Football Giants on September 11th. Hey, it's only fitting that they beat Tennessee. You and I both said Tennessee. I'm sorry. Tennessee, to me, is the most boring slash. Uh, Ryan Tannehill actually looked kind of good, to be honest with you. They were talking about him on ESPN this morning. I I think Tennessee is just, I don't ever want to watch Tennessee play football. Please don't make me watch them. So congratulations, football giants. Hey, we should talk about Saquon Barkley for a minute. Yeah, good to see he had a good game. He looked good. Um, they usually have a pretty good defense, so that's a good thing. We'll see how long he can stay healthy for because um, that's probably the next thing coming. Okay, so Green Bay, Minnesota. Green Bay looked absolutely pathetic. Um, their wide receivers dropped some passes. They had two offensive linemen out. But you know what? They Minnesota came out guns a-blazing. I tried to talk Steven out of drafting their quarterback in his fantasy, but he took him anyways. Uh, you didn't grab him? I got Carson Wentz. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Because I'm going to be honest with you, without Mr. Jefferson, um, Minnesota's offense just doesn't, I mean, Dalvin Cook didn't really do too much, but, I mean, Minnesota had a chance to just absolutely blow the rails off of Green Bay, and Green Bay hung in there. I think once they get their two offensive linemen back, they start Aaron Rodgers, starts working with those wide receivers. Um, Well, the problem is, for me, is Aaron Rodgers has become – an absolute diva. I mean, he's the reason that Devontae Adams is no longer in Green Bay. I mean, when he was sitting there and wanted to make wanted to make it a show and not make a decision on what he wanted to do, he lost the best receiver in football, and guess what? He's paying for it. Yeah. I mean, he says a lot of things about those receivers. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't have any sympathy for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, he, he what happened to the Packers is really his fault. I mean, the way he's acted and the way, I mean, if you just watch him, I watch his, uh, to his emo- his body language. I mean, anytime that there's a mistake, it's not his fault. I'm not saying that every mistake isn't his fault because I mean every mistake is pretty much the receiver's fault. But you know, it's just that's not how you you're not a leader if you just blame everyone else no matter what and complain and cry about everything like he did last year too. I mean, it's just that's Aaron Rodgers. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm just my only point in saying is I I think they're still gonna be okay. I yeah, just I mean, they're going to be so okay. though. Once those guys kind of get settled and, and they get another couple weeks, another, a couple week or two under their belt and okay, make plays. All I'm trying to say is I think Minnesota is going to be one of these one-week-one one teams that we all, people are like, oh, my gosh. I think it's the most overrated victory of week one there is. I, I well, yeah, I mean, Minnesota, when they play them again, I think it might be a different story. I, I just think Minnesota's overrated. I think they got Green Bay I before they were ready. Don't trust Kirk Cousins. I'd much rather have. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just think um, in, in the long run, I don't. I don't see. I, I think the Lions can beat Minnesota. I think the Lions can beat the Bears, and I think the Lions can beat the Packers. I just saying. I think that. I certainly think they can beat the Bears. Yeah. I mean, the Bears have a pretty. I mean, other than Justin Fields, they have a really kind of rough. Yeah, offense. Jefferson. Someone better guard him. Um, or he's going to light you up. Well, I mean, he's going to go uh, for 150 yards, 200 yards and, almost, probably against know, the Lions. I guess if Dalvin Cook gets hot, then... But, I mean, Okuda, they said, held um, Devontae Smith to zero catches. Yeah. I think it was. Believe me, I know. I had him on my fantasy team. Zero points. That's Thanks. tough. I did win that still. That's, that's okay. But that's all that matters. I was going to hunt him down if I would have lost, so I wasn't happy. Well, he doesn't have to go um, to against Okuda this week. <laughs> um, Kansas City rolled. So everyone's worried about their offense. I think we even talked about it. I thought Kansas City was kind of um, just a mirage. Maybe it wasn't going to be their year. Let me say this. I think Kansas City is still going to be good, I, I'm, but I, I would temper that. I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to be the first NFL coach fired some point this year. 
I think Arizona. Well, I think they're kind of like Green Bay. Like, not that it was a fluke win, because obviously I think Kansas City is good, but I think the Cardinals are just not good. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think, and I know Hop. Even when Hopkins comes back, week nine or eight or whatever, or seven, it's just still not going to be a. a, a I yeah, they're Brandon, not. It's they're not rough. good, and I mean. I do think Kansas City is good. I mean, to score yeah. that many points and have that. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns, and I looked yeah. like he was just fooling around doing it. So I tell you, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster. Looks no, like I mean they're, they're good. They're going to be good. I mean, I mean, he had kind of followed down. I felt like. I mean, to be fair, the Steelers organizations had not done a good job. The Steelers organization had not done a good job offensively with having them have. Th- I mean, they have receivers, but when Juju was there. You know, Roethlisberger kind of was really struggling. Offensively, they just weren't good, and they weren't getting receivers with stats. And now he's going to go to, you know, Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to get some stats. Uh, maybe not the greatest stats, but he's going to win games and get solid stats. So, I mean, he's going to do good things compared to what he had been doing recently. So Another team that I think disappointed, um, the Raiders. Derek Carr. Just, okay, stop it. Give me a minute to talk. Derek I've watched Carr. the Raiders a lot over the last I'm couple years because I've had Josh you. Jacobs. I'm disappointed in you, Derek Carr. You got Devontae Adams. You guys lit it up in the first quarter, first quarter and a half, and then you sucked. Los Angeles, congratulations. You won. Herbert's on my fantasy team, too. I'm the other one, so I wanted both of them to, like, score 80 points. Um, I'm not wasting my time with Vegas anymore. Blech. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited about that game tomorrow, and we'll talk about it in a second. Did you say something about that one in Super Bowl? Anyways, on to the next one. We're gonna we're gonna skip a game. We're gonna go to Monday night. Denver um, walks in, I guess, to a hornet's nest. They fumbled. They they were inside what the five yard line three times and scored three points. I mean, that's pretty rough for the ten yard line. Two turnovers. Um, Seattle won. Uh, Seattle is trash. Um, Denver, I think, is trash. Bleh. Let's not waste our time. Okay, now let's get to the game. I don't think Denver's trash. They, I, I think they're whatever they did at the end of that game was really, really, really poor coaching. I mean, to run the clock down 30 seconds to then take a timeout. Yeah. I mean, it's just bad coaching. It's bad. I don't even know what it is. I don't know how Russell Wilson doesn't just take a timeout if he's coaching. I guess I just thought more of Denver. This was going to be their year. I thought well, you knew what they were walking into. I know. All I'll right. tell you what, I think Seattle looks better than people thought. Their defense did. I think they looked better than they than you would have hey, thought. I got running back. I got wide receiver. I hope Seattle has a wonderful year. I need it. However, the quarterback, I'd much rather have you out there throwing. So oh, I'm just uh, saying. I think they looked better than you would have thought. I would have thought, at least anyway. I mean, if you can throw to DK Metcalf, I'm happy. And let Penny run behind you. I'm sitting Penny this week, though, people. I'm putting Hall in. You got Carter, um, Hall, Carter for the Jets. They're actually a really good running back duo, I feel like, for the Jets. If they got one positive thing, skipping the game. Okay, now, let's get there. (laughs) Folks, it's week one, and the Dallas Cowboys are already on suicide watch. The season's already over. The season is over. They're not putting Dak Prescott on the IR because he's going to come back in four weeks and save the team. (laughs) So Tom Brady becomes the oldest NFL player to ever start a game, 45. I think they look really good. Uh, Mike Evans looked amazing. Leonard Fournette's a little heavy still. I think he's got to get a little bit better in shape. Yeah, they said he came in at like 260 or something like that. Now, the guy in Fantasy Football Live, I can't remember who the running back, his backup running back is for Tampa Bay, but... He said you should pick him up. Going to be huge down the road. I just can't think what the guy's name is. But with that being said, Tampa Bay looked good. Like they look like. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's on the number one list, but he didn't have much. He didn't have any, many points. Yeah, they said, but pick him up now because Leonard Fournette's going to slowly but surely. I mean, they said that's the hottest guy. No one's going to pick him up, but pick him up. And I, I tend to agree with that. I don't think Leonard Fournette is going to be your running back down the stretch. So, um, hey, I listen to those guys on fantasy football. I love them. They're they're great. Um, but. Congratulations. I, I, I think he'd be a good pickup. So, hey, don't say we never gave you any good advice. If you need a running back, maybe not for next week or the week after, but week seven, eight, nine, and towards the playoffs, I'm telling you, pick the guy up. I don't know what his name is, though. Do you? I'm looking right now. All right, Steven's going to look it up for you. But anyways, Dallas. He's the number one running back, but he didn't have any points last week. Wow. 
All right, well, there you go. If oh, he must have gotten picked up. No, well, if you need him, there you go. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are in trouble. Um, we'll see what happens. Dak Prescott obviously kind of gets injured. Seems like a little fluke injury with his thumb. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. It is it is absolutely amazing. No NFL team. Is it Rashad White? Yeah, it is White. That's who it was. Um, it's amazing how these things happen to, to Dallas Cowboy fans. Listen, I have to laugh at you. Pollard and Zeke looked kind of rough. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think Tampa Bay's fine. Dallas, oh, Lord, Dallas. Well, I think when you don't have Dak Prescott, they're in trouble. But they didn't look good with Dak Prescott. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that whole first half looked rough. That's what I'm saying. That so, without him now, it's even worse. I don't know what their plans are, but, oh, Lord, folks. So, hey, <laughs> what's what's a guy called the Dallas Cowgirls? Yeah. Um, good luck. All right, let's make some NFL picks. Tomorrow night, a humongous game. Hopefully you have Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, I guess you won't be watching the game. So stream it. I think you'll like it. Amazon Prime, the Chargers, the Chiefs. I want 100 points in this game. I know Keenan Allen's not playing. Um, that changes my prediction. I would have gone the Chargers, but that's a big offensive weapon for the Chargers. I think Patrick Mahomes goes 2-0 and in a big game. I'll go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. All right. This is going to be a really good game. We just talked about the Dolphins. Did they maybe underachieve? Um, I don't know. Uh, versus Baltimore, it's at Baltimore. Even though I just said I think they underachieve, I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the Ravens. I got Baltimore. Ooh. Jets and Browns, Cleveland, you better win this game. Yeah. If you don't win this game, you should just end the season like the Cowboys. Here we go, 25 games. The Detroit Lions are favored at home against Washington. I know you're going Lions. Yeah, I'm going to get hurt again. Picked them last week, picking them so again. Everybody wants you to pick up Dotson right now. Another big wide receiver to pick up if you need someone. I think I picked him up in some of my fantasy leagues. So I'm thinking Washington, but I got to go with the Lions. All right. Colts and Jacksonville, Colts win. Eh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Colts. All right, big I game. think they're better than the. I think they're better than the score indicated against the, the, the Texans. Big game, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady against Jameis Winston in New Orleans. New Orleans throwing to Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry at a ton. They're throwing to Chris Olave, Tampa Bay's Mike Evans, Tom Brady. New Orleans always beats Tampa Bay. It's in New Orleans. Stephen, who you got? I got Tampa Bay. Um, I was, I thought Tom Brady looked good the other day, playing against the Cowboys. Um, I mean, they don't have a bad defense, and these, oh, I thought looked pretty good. So I'll stick with Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go with New Orleans. Oh Lord, this looks like a boring matchup. Carolina and the Giants. Do the Giants go two and zero, or do, does Baker start off zero and two? I got the Giants. Do I have to pick this game? I'm going with the Giants just because Saquon's. Healthy again, hopefully, for another game. Right. Um, for the and, same reasons he is, I'm picking the Giants. And too. Carolina, I mean, yeah, they, they kind of somewhat surprised, I think, the Browns. But at the same time, there was a good stretch of that game where they looked horrible offensively. All right, fine, sounds good. Steelers are going to beat the Patriots, I think, no doubt about it. Um, I'm assuming you got Steelers, too. Yeah. All right, um, Rams and Falcons. Rams got to win, right? Hey, I'm I'm going with the Falcons. What? I'm going with the Falcons. Oh, okay. Um, Seattle and San Francisco. I got San Francisco. The only reason I'm going to pick them is because I feel like, like I said at the start of the show, <clears throat> I feel like Kyle Shanahan wins a lot of games, and even when he won with Jimmy G, I mean, it wasn't stellar play, but he won a lot of games. Um, I don't know what the weather prediction's like, but I feel like Seattle got up so high to play the Broncos. I feel like San Francisco is going to, you know, right the ship and get going again. All right. I'm going to go with Bengals over Dallas. I don't even yeah, need to Bengals. say much about that. Houston and Denver. I got Denver. Denver's Denver's got to win, right? Bronco Nation. Let's ride. The Las Vegas Raiders. My Super Bowl pick beat the Cardinals, no doubt about it. There you go. Cubs. 
Green Bay. <laughs> oh, Cubs. <laughs> Chicago Bears. Green Bay. Who you got? I got Green Bay. I mean, I know they sucked last week offensively, but, I mean, the Bears are a pretty bad offensive team. I feel like i got to trust Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't like him. Packers win. Tennessee, Buffalo, Not even Monday a question night. for me. We get two games, Buffalo by 1,000. Yeah. And finally, Monday night football part two, Minnesota, Philadelphia. That's a big-time game there. Yeah. It's the high expectations of both teams coming off of it. You're going with? I'm going to go with the Vikings, even though I'm ready to get hurt. I'm going with the Eagles. There's our picks last week. Um, I think I was 8-9. Steven was 11-6-11. and six and 11. Um, The NFL never ceases to amaze. So there's our NFL preview week review of week one, which is obviously such a big game, big season starter. And, of course, then week two, college football. We almost had the big upset. Folks, let's transition to the gridiron on campus. Alabama, Texas. Um, Steven, I'll give you a couple minutes. What are your thoughts? And then I'll throw in mine. So with Alabama, Texas, um, if you're an Alabama fan, um, probably not the way you saw the game going. If you're a Texas fan, you got to be excited. Um, they looked really, really good. Quinn Ewers looked really, really good until he got hurt. Um, even their backup, I don't know if he's still healthy or not. He's, he seemed to be limping the rest of the game. Um, I really didn't see what happened to him. But um, if you're a Texas fan, you got to be excited for what's going what's gonna to happen. I mean, Alabama is supposed to be – I mean, they were number one last week and now number two, but – I mean, obviously, Alabama's had a pretty good track record over the last 15 years. Um, I don't think they're a bad football team, so um, I would have to imagine that they're still a really top team. And I felt like Texas, for the most part, looked like the better team, and they had their backup in a lot. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the year until uh, U.S. can get a full year, probably, uh, next year. But if you're a Texas fan, you got to be excited. If you're Alabama, you got to be a little worried because Georgia, I think, is the better football team. By at least a touchdown. Yeah, I obviously I didn't get to watch a ton of it. I was golfing. I watched the very end of it. I watched as much as I could on my reception on my phone. Alabama, um, they got the best player in college football. Let's go there. He won them that football game. No and or buts about it. Texas looked good, but I'm going to warn you right now, you and I are going to make some picks in a few minutes. They're playing UTSA. Had a great year last year. Barely lost to Houston this year. Texas. Hold on, folks. Upset City this week. I I think what I was... Uh, again, this kind of brings us back to week one of the NFL and overreaction. I think after the first week, we're all thinking no one can touch Alabama. And I think it's clear that Alabama... They just um, didn't look like Alabama. They didn't, yeah, they they didn't look like they were in sync at but any point in that game. This is, I read this tweet that this was the first that they haven't beaten a team, a, a true road game team, a ranked team, more than this and that. And I mean, Alabama, they, they looked a little shaken up, to be honest with you. I think it was 105,000, the largest ever in Texas Stadium history. Um, they, look, they looked vulnerable. They looked... They looked human. They usually come into a big game, and they're the ones that beat the crap out of them. Yeah, they looked, they looked disheveled. I mean, that's just all you can say. So I think Alabama better watch it. They got some teams in the SEC that can beat them. You and I were t- texting about it today, folks. Uh, we're all putting Alabama in the SEC championship game undefeated. They better be careful. They could end up in Atlanta without being undefeated. That's the thing we'd say. And Texas, we'll talk about your upset potentially in a minute. Appalachian State, they're the most um, shocking one-on-one team we've ever seen. Somehow they lose to North Carolina after scoring a, a 40 points in points. the fourth quarter. Um, and then they go in and they just kick the They're butts. one yard away from potentially being 2-0 <laughs> against two Power 5 schools. Now, I don't think UNC is a good football team. I don't even think Texas A&M is a good football team. But guess what? They ranked them high. So they ranked uh, Texas A&M high. And they, people actually thought Texas A&M was good. So and They were partying in, what is it, Boone, North Carolina, I think. Oh, yeah. The tweets. And that's where I think college game day is going this, yeah, this week. This week. Um, so good luck to Appalachian State. We talked about it from day one, folks. If you've listened to the podcast since early August, we've talked about um, we've talked about Texas A&M and them being overrated. 
Um, let's just leave it there. Texas A&M. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you the number one recruiting class. We'll leave it at that. Pittsburgh um, loses to Tennessee. Um, I guess their quarterback, um, Slovis, got injured. Tennessee, you know, ended up winning. That was a game we predicted. Now, my upset special. And if you listen to me when we did the Big Ten preview way back, I read you the tweet about Wisconsin returning the fewest starters. And defensively, they seemed okay. But um, I just said Washington State would win, um, and they did. I don't think either team's that great. Now, don't get me wrong. Wisconsin's walking into the horseshoe next week at night, and they'll probably beat Ohio State. But um, I just... Just wanted to point out, I did predict that one. The Big Ten West, we're going to talk more about that in a minute, is a hot mess. Because then Iowa, they have more punts than they do points scored this year, I think. I think they have 10 points scored this year. What is They're, going on? What, what, what would you do if you were an Iowa fan? Um, I would burn all my gear and move to a different state. <laughs> or um, no longer watch them, one of the two. Folks, what? It's, it's a travesty, you know. Kirk Ferentz has his son, the offensive coordinator. He will never fire his son. If I was an Iowa fan, I think I probably would have to burn something down. I mean, this is getting borderline ridiculous. I mean, I think, Stephen, literally, we could probably put together a group of guys and offensively play a Division One school and probably score more points than Iowa. I mean, it's really bad what's going on there. It's a shame. And they're sticking with the quarterback. I mean, I don't know if it's the quarterback's fault. I'm saying it's his fault. I mean, seriously, it's it's embarrassing what's going Something on. Something on that side of the ball is just not working. No. Um, so Nebraska. Nebraska loses. Um, where's Nebraska going from here? We talked about this at week zero. Well, they can't get any farther. They can't go down. They just can't. Like, you literally cannot get worse than what they've been doing. Heard on the radio, the Wisconsin defensive coordinator might be the prime candidate that Wisconsin, that Nebraska's going after. I can't think of his name. I can see him standing on the sidelines. but Oh, the, you said Wisconsin? Yeah. Uh, I can look him up. But, I can see his face. Um, anyways, um, Nebraska's in a state of disarray. But with that being said. Jim Leonard, isn't that his Jim name? Jim Leonard, yep. Yeah. They're playing Oklahoma this week, folks. Hold on to my pick. I'm going to give you something in a minute that I think is going to get you going. Um, Nebraska fans... I don't know where they turn to, um, but it's it's amazing, the Scott Frost story. You know, he's a quarterback for them, um, had great success down in Florida, UCF, um, and then... It just never panned out. No, and you kept thinking every week, like, it has to get better. It has to but get see, better. But see, I mean, if you, if, you were, if you watched the... It was the opening week of college football they played. I don't know who they played, but they were barely beating whoever they were played... I like they may have been tied at halftime against a, a horrendous football team yeah, with their week one game after the week zero. Yeah, after the week zero, and they ended up winning by like three touchdowns or something like that, maybe four. I think it was a max school. If I'm not yeah, I, I don't think no. I think it was worse than a max school. <laughs> um, well, as I can no, look, but right. either way, like you had to kind of have some signs that things were not things were not working um, properly. So, I mean, I still don't think. Frost is a terrible um, coach, but at the same time, he kind of blamed he blamed everyone else, and I mean, he's just had a bad record. It's so it was time. It was time. Hey, kudos to Kansas. Kansas is two and zero. Yeah, Notre they, Dame's going two. Yeah, First they time beat ever. West Virginia. Um, both congratulations, there. Stephen brought it up. Georgia so, Southern. No, no, that was last week. I'm sorry. Um, Look at the right team. But um, who did they play? I'm trying to see who they played. North Dakota. Uh, North Dakota. Let's jump right ahead to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Seven and a half. <laughs> All the Notre Dame fans were excited. It was 17-17 with four minutes and 22 seconds left in the third quarter. So, I mean, you just had to know that it was something was coming. And it had you knew it was going to come out eventually that they were going to lose the game that they shouldn't have lost, and it was just time to move on. So, Notre Dame plays Ohio State close. Um, Notre Dame um, lays an egg against Marshall. Now they lost their starting quarterback, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, For the year. Wow. Marcus Freeman, it's not probably the start he wants. I said this last week. I cannot believe. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or I was telling people. I still can't. I think it was on the podcast. I still can't believe Notre Dame can't go out and recruit a quarterback. 
it all starts with the quarterback. Um, they so that's what they, I saw was, um, I guess I could look at the, the, the stats, not stats, but the rankings, but they, I think Tyler Buckner was ranked higher than J.J. McCarthy. Mm. I mean, he's only had one start, so that's not. I'm not trying to say anything about that. But I mean, if you watched him last year, I watched them play against Toledo. He did not throw the ball. He ran the ball every single play. He didn't throw the ball last year. He still can't throw the ball this year. And that offense is just not good. No, it, it's it looks bad, and it's a, it's a shame because I still truly believe that you know they can recruit talent there. They can get people there. Oh, yeah, they had what at one point um, the number one recruiting class in the nation this this year already. Yeah, and they just things have they they, they got to figure something out because they are um, in all sorts of trouble right now. Um, they play California this week. They gotta get the. I'm gonna tell you what. They lose this game. Marcus Freeman may be on his way out, folks. Uh, they gotta get the dub this week. So we'll just we'll just we're gonna cross our fingers for Notre Dame. Hey, Kentucky goes in and stomps the swamp. Hey, what about that? Did you see that great dinner? The Kentucky. Oh, Tyler Buckner was not actually ranked higher, but he was ranked as the number eleven quarterback in the nation. Well, so I mean, not that much difference between number five and number eleven. So. Um, Kentucky, Florida. Um, did you see the um, Levin posted the um, dinner they had after the Florida? Oh game? yeah, the Gator yeah. bacon. Yeah, how about like. that? Kentucky, um, they actually looked halfway decent. Um, I think they looked pretty good. I mean, congratulations to them. Um, they I still don't have an offense that I'm sold on, but no. they won at Florida, which is a huge win. I think. Last year was the first year they had beaten Florida in 30-some years, and then they did it again. So good for Kentucky. They probably are going to win 10 games this year, go 10-2, and, and lose to Georgia by about 40 and then lose to somebody else, I'm sure. Um, definitely. I just I, I was impressed with them. Um, one of my buddies has been hung up on the Florida quarterback that he's going to win the Heisman, and I saw a great meme on – Oh, um, you see some of the, the – the, I didn't see the second interception. I only saw the first one where he threw it right into the DN's hand, which was a great play by the defensive end. But, I mean, he he obviously is a, an athlete, but I don't know. I just loved it how they were like week one, week two, boom. And did you know Travis Ntien's brother Other. runs for Florida? Yeah. That's interesting. They kept I saw his name. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Um, I can't think of what his actual name is. It's but the same thing, isn't it? No, it's not Travis. It's Trevor, maybe? Oh, is it Trevor? Okay, then it's yeah. close. Because I almost read it as Travis, too, or whatever the other, yeah. <laughs> well, That's what it is, but I had no idea, so that's interesting. Um, and the night closed. I was sound asleep. But um, BYU beat Baylor. BYU still has to play Notre Dame. Folks, um, it was a tough week for Desmond Howard's um, Final Four. Yep, two of the four gone. Three of the four. Three of the four. A&M, BYU, and Pittsburgh. Oh, three so, of the four. Desmond... Uh, I won't tell you my feelings on Desmond. Okay, so real quick now. We both always got to do Ohio State-Michigan. Steven, uh, obviously Michigan has played nobody, but on the flip side, it's how you build your team. It's how college football works at the beginning of the year. J.J.'s now the starter. He's going head-to-head. Cade McNamara has got to hopefully keep his game in the head because he could be just one play away from having to take over. Mm-hmm. Michigan fans have been torn. Cade beats Ohio State. They win the Big Ten. They make the college football playoff. But yet, everyone's kind of known J.J. has been the star in the making. So I know where you stand, but just fill us in on, on your overall take two weeks in now. And knowing now we know who's going to quarterback down the rest of the year. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I only really watched the, uh, the offensive side. When they kind of went on offense, I would watch it. And when it was on defense, I kind of flipped it to the other games. Um, but, um, I mean, obviously J.J. has the ability to make every throw. But basing it off Hawaii wasn't really much of a, you know, much to write it off of. Um, but the offense looks better. Uh, they look more excited when he gets in the game. They just look like they kind of believe in him, not really as much in Cade. Um, so I think it was good for them to do what they did to throw the ball. I mean, he threw it for 229 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. He was efficient. Um, the thing that I liked more is just he's kind of stood in the pocket. Now, granted, they didn't have much, much pressure, but he kind of stood in the pocket and looked like he had been there before. Um, so that was kind of nice to see. It wasn't something that looked like a new experience for him. Like it wasn't the game wasn't going 100 miles an hour for him. So I liked that. Um, so I mean, I, they're kind of just a practice this weekend too. I mean, they should probably beat UConn by once again, probably almost 50. Um, so it's just good experience, I think, for JJ. I think they play Maryland at home after that. 
um, and that should probably be a three-touchdown game, I would think. Um, and then they play at Iowa, which Iowa doesn't even have a pulse on their offensive side. So um, if they score a touchdown, the game's probably over. Um, so I think it's good. I think it's I think it's what they did last week is what should have happened week one. I mean, you know you're playing three teams that are not even comparable to you. You got to work on what you're not good at. You're not, not, not what you're not good at. You got to work on what you know you're not certain that you can do yet. And Michigan knows they can run the ball. No one cares if they can run the ball. Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Throw the ball 50 times if that's what you have to do. I mean, I know that you don't want to run the score up and you don't want to, um, you know, just throw everything out there. But, I mean, that's what they got to work on. they got to work on throwing the ball. That's not what they've, they, that's what they've not been able to do for a long time. Um, so, defensively, they're okay. They're nothing special, I don't think. I mean, not, not nothing special, but they haven't been tested um, defensively. Where offensively, I feel like... Um, I think they. I think Roman Wilson is. Roman Wilson might be the number one receiver at Michigan. I mean, he's just so fast. It's ridiculous. Um, and then they just have a bunch of other really good receivers. And if as long as JJ can stay healthy, I think uh, sky's the limit. So. Ohio State played. Um, oh my gosh, Arkansas, Arkansas State. State. Um, I watched as much as I can on my phone. Um, the defense. A couple, there's, there's a couple big plays again. They had a ton of penalties. They're going to get both back. Both wide receivers are clean. Julie, Julian Fleming this week, supposedly. Um, Jackson's going to be back this week. Uh, they played Toledo. So I think, you know, if we're talking Power 5 schools, they're one of the best Power five, non-Power 5 schools to come into Columbus in a while. Um, I think Toledo probably moved the ball some. Um, I think the only thing that scares me for Toledo is they got their their team rises and dies on Daquan. I think that's his name, Daquan Finn, the quarterback. I mean, he he's he's a good player. I mean, he's going to be good, but I I think he could potentially get hurt in this game. We'll see. I mean, I think the the team rides and dies on him, and if he if he gets hit by one of those DNs, I mean, he could be in trouble. And Toledo could be in trouble if that happens. As an Ohio State fan, I feel like they're still searching a little bit. That there's like a piece of the puzzle that hasn't been all. Like there's still a piece missing. Um, so they got Toledo this week. They're playing at night in Columbus against Wisconsin, um, and then two weeks after that, they play Michigan State, which will be interesting. So. Um, you know, I think for Ohio State fans, you're just like, okay, let's move on to the next game. And um, I think Toledo, though, is going to come in and, and give them a little bit of a – I don't know. I guess I'm more excited it's a night game because maybe it'll get Ohio State a little more pumped up than playing a noon game against Toledo. But um, do I think Toledo's going to win? No. Um, do I think Ohio State covers the 30? No. Don't take the 30, folks. All right, let's do some college football picks. Steven has his mascot head here ready to put it on for the big game at the end. Wait to see whose head he's going to put on. It's a big game. You're not going to believe it. It's a big head, too. You're not going to Oh, Lord. Um, Are we? Never mind. Michigan fans, stick around because that mascot head he's got to put on is going to be real interesting in a minute. All right, Friday night, we'll throw some games up there. It's not the biggest week in college football. Um, I think October 8th is the big week. I mean, there are huge games that week um, in college football. We got a few weeks left until then. Um, but I was going through the schedule, and I was looking at some of the games, and, like, October 8th just makes you salivate with some unbelievable games coming up. So, again, it's not the biggest week of all times, but, you know, it's it's all right. I mean, I think Steve and I might have to get together. Texas A&M, them. Bama, Ohio State, Michigan State, they, Texas, Auburn, Oklahoma. Georgia, Michigan, Indiana, Clemson, Boston College, well, Michigan, Texas. Michigan, Indiana shouldn't be close. Probably. I know, but still, it's at least they're playing a Big Ten school. You got Washington State, USC. BYU, Notre Dame, that could be interesting if yeah. things if BYU continues to North do Carolina, what doing. Miami, Utah, UCLA, Tennessee, LSU, Florida State, NC State. Um, this that, That's going to be a big weekend. It's exciting. So, not the biggest weekend right now, but... Let's go real quick. Does Florida State beat Louisville? Louisville big win after getting kind of smacked in the face week one. Florida State, Louisville. Um, it's I at Louisville. It's Friday night. Who you got? This one's tough because I kind of watched Louisville and UCF last week, and I mean Malik Cunningham. I think that's his name. The quarterback for Louisville is is kind of like Jalen Hurts. I mean he was kind of like running around for his life, and I mean it just seemed like one block and he was loose. 
I mean, just even half a block almost. Just one second, he just needed to go, and he was good. Um, this one's tough. I, I'll go with Florida State, even though I really want to pick Louisville. I'm going Florida State, too. Some of these games we won't spend an, uh, an hour on. South Carolina's playing Georgia. I only mention it, mention it because at least South Carolina has. Go dogs! Georgia won big last week. They came out a little sluggish. Of course, Georgia's going to win. Stevens picking Georgia, too. But with that being said, um, South Carolina lost last week. I picked them to win against Arkansas. But, hey, at least South Carolina has somewhat of a pulse, I feel like. So, anyways, we just thought we'd bring them up. We're both going to take Michigan over UConn, but as Steven said, we got to pick it every week. Um, okay, my upset special. Nebraska is beating Oklahoma. Oklahoma, what I tweet you, text you, Steven, Saturday night, they were winning. They were tied 3-3 at the half with Kent State, I think, or somebody. Um, Oklahoma, folks, is not a proven team. Um, I know they got Brent Venerables, um, but I'm going to tell you what. Nebraska's going to circle the wagons. The Big Ten West comes alive. Nebraska beats Oklahoma. Big noon Saturday. Big red. Nebraska's going to burn down the stadium after they win. I'm going Cornhuskers. I'm going to go with Oklahoma, even though I think Nebraska has a good quarterback. Um, I think he is a very capable quarterback. I don't understand how they gave up 40 like I think it's 45 points game. against Georgia Southern. Oh, yeah. I think without question. I mean, I don't think Oklahoma's done anything, and they're going to play at Nebraska, which... It's not easy at night. Oh, it's not at night. It's at noon. But, I mean, it doesn't matter if you play them at midnight, noon, 3 in the morning, 3 in the afternoon. They're going to have a packed house. Even if they lost 45 straight games and lost to Georgia Southern last week, they're going to pack the house, and they're going to have a, a crazy environment that Oklahoma hasn't seen yet. The Orangemen are back, but I'm going to go Purdue. Syracuse, I think, is undefeated. It's been a long time since Syracuse started a year. Purdue, of course, lost that first game to Penn State. But it's an interesting game, maybe. I and Purdue's a good team. They just, I mean, it was just pathetic coaching week one. All right. Notre Dame has to beat California, right? Go California. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I guess Notre Dame. Okay. I, maybe I'm just going to have to pick them because I have to. I'm but. going Notre Dame, too. BYU-Oregon. So BYU gets the win last week. Now they're playing this Oregon team that, of course, the last we saw them, they were getting decimated. Well, they played last week in the one, but they were getting decimated by Georgia on national TV. It's at Oregon. I'm going to go BYU. It's tough. I mean, I don't know what to say because, I mean, uh, they beat Baylor. I didn't think Baylor looked that great week one, did they? No. I mean, I guess they won 69-10, to 10, but they also played Albany, which, yeah, I mean, it would I mean, probably have to be. Albany's like playing Cardinal Stretch. Yeah, so um, it's tough. I'll, I'll go with Oregon to to bounce back what? after losing, after just getting absolutely flattened by Georgia. 2-0 Kansas playing Houston. Houston's been one of those teams supposed to be good. They win, they lose, whatever be the case, I don't know. Is Kansas going to go 3-0 against the Houston Cougars? No. You're going Houston? Yeah, I'll go Houston. I'm going to go Houston, too. All right. Um, Mississippi State at LSU. Kind of, I feel like, a toss-up. I looked at the line yesterday because I'm making my picks for this week in terms of some money, folks. Um, it's at LSU, 6 o'clock. I don't know much about Mike Leach and his Mississippi State team this year. We've seen LSU. Uh, my gut tells me LSU's going to win, so I guess i got to pick them. But it's an SEC game. Who you got? Um, I'm going to have to go um, Mississippi State. Oh, all right. Nice. All right. We're both going to take Ohio State, but Steven is going to be over here watching the game with his UT shirt on, but Ohio State's going to win. But, hey, we both graduated from UT, so we got to go with that. Miami, Texas A&M, the Hurricanes invade Kyle Field. I'm going to go with Miami. Where's that game at? I don't even see it out here. All the oh, way down here? Yep. Um, yeah, this one, I mean, Texas A&M is just a fraud, so I'm going to have to go Miami. All right, folks, so here we go. It's time for the mascot pick. You're really not going to go with the Michigan State-Washington? Shh, will, you, will you let me finish? 
We got the mascot pick here. Oh, I thought we were doing Steven, the mascot pick for Ohio State. Steven's getting ready to put on the helmet, the mascot head. It's the game at night, so we'll be flipping between UT and Ohio State. And this game, Michigan State is an underdog at Washington. Washington is a team we don't know much about. Last year's their offense was as bad as Iowa's. Um, but they got a transfer from Indiana who knows, obviously, Michigan State. Can, is a playmaker as well, Michael Penix, right? Yep. Um, he's a playmaker. He also can turn it over five times, but he hasn't done that yet. So. Um, it's at Washington. It's a night game, I guess, for us. It's obviously not a night game three hours at 4.30 in the afternoon there. With that being said, Michigan State, I was watching Big Ten Live last night. They said they got the best defensive player in the country, some transfer. It was a defensive end. It was a linebacker, now it's a defensive end. I forget what his name is, but... They said he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, I guess. Um, so, uh, Michigan State fans a little nervous about, I think, the, the, I don't know what their team looks like. They get so many transfers. Nobody does transfer portal better, I feel like. Um, how they all gel. So, here's what Stephen and I were texting about today. My heart says, go with Michigan State because they're the Big Ten East. Ohio State's playing them in a few weeks. It'd be great to have undefeated Michigan State, then undefeated Ohio State, kind of build up the excitement, right? But I don't give a damn if Ohio State and Michigan play every team under 500. The bottom line is they're going to meet in late November. They're going to decide the Big Ten East. The winner's going to go to the Big Ten Championship. And I don't care if every team in the Big Ten's under 500. The Big Ten Champion is going to the college football playoff. So... My heart says go with Michigan State, but then, you know, uh, I, blah. So, with that being said, we were also texting last night that, uh, you know, this morning, I mean, again, how neat it would be to see Ohio State-Michigan go undefeated play, let all these other teams kind of just destroy themselves. Um, it's a hard pick because I got money on Michigan State because they're the underdog. I think they're a good underdog. Oh, do you know how much we're going to have to listen to the Michigan State fans if they win this game? It's the reason why. What do you I mean? If they lose the game, you're still going to hear oh from them. God. It's the reason I don't want to pick Michigan State, but I got to put my money where my my mouth, where my money is, folks. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Michigan State because if not, I'm going to be out a lot of money. So in Michigan State. So, Stephen, we got here the Spartan helmet. And we got the Husky dog next to you. I know your Michigan fans can't see you, but who you picking? Um, so, first off, I want to preface with, like you said, you're going to hear from Michigan State fans. So, yes, all they do is talk. Um, so, all they want to do is talk about how relevant they are as a program. So, oh, I kind of want to go back. What about that tweet today about they were, you know, Drew Stasek and some of the Michigan State people are tweeting about Michigan Oh, I mean, everyone's tweeting about that. 125, but dogging Michigan. No, I understand that. That's not an issue. They do it every day as much as they can. Here we go. But so, like, if you go back in the college football, not college football, if you go back in the Big Ten standings since 2016, um, 2015 they won the Big Ten. Congratulations. Um, in 2013 they won the Big Ten championship. Um, and congratulations. But that was a long time ago. So let's go back now. 2016 they went one and eight in the Big Ten. They went three and nine. 2017 they had a good year. I mean, a respectable year. They went um, seven and two in the Big Ten and ten and three in the Big Ten and uh, overall. Since then, five and four in the Big Ten in 2019, and seven and I'm sorry, 2018. I think this is. They went seven and they went five and four in the Big Ten and seven and six overall. In 2019, they went four and five, seven and six overall. The following year, they went two and five in the Big Ten, two and five overall because of COVID. And then last year, they had a good year. They went 7-2 and two and 11-2 overall. So since they won the Big Ten, they have done nothing. They've come in last. They've come in second to last. They've come in um, third to last. They've come in fourth. They've come in third. A golden year for Michigan State last year. I thought it was a joke when you came in third in the East before, but now it is a prime great season. And they've come in second in the Big Ten and East. I heard ESPN say they haven't won a – game out in the Pac-12 since like 1953 or something. So I just wanted to say that just so Michigan State fans... No, uh, don't do it. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not picking against Michigan State. I already got the Spartan helmet on. They're going to kill the Huskers. What? Not kill, but they're going to beat the... Uh, not Huskers. They're going to beat the whatever Washington is. Um, 
they're going to win the game, but um, I'm going to pick Michigan State because it's a win-win for me. If they win, I get a win in that. And if they lose, I mean, it's just going to be a field show on Twitter. So um, I think Michigan State is a good football team. Um, they have a good quarterback in Peyton Thorne. Is he a great quarterback? I don't know about that. They have um, a good running game like they did last year, but uh, last year they had a few games where they had been outgained immensely in one games. Um, Nebraska is being one of them as um, they had barely any points in the game, and then they had a kick return, um, and that kick return, punt return for a touchdown. Um, so do I think that Michigan State has proven themselves yet? No. Has Michigan proven themselves yet? No. But last year, Michigan was the champs uh, of the MAC, and so is Michigan State as they've played two back teams so far. So if they can say it about Michigan last year, I'm going to say it about them this year. Um, so I, I think Michigan State is a better football team than Washington. I think Washington is not a good football team. But if they won, it would be hilarious. Um, it would just be one another loss that would be hilarious to watch them go through. Um, so, like I said, I just wanted to preface with the fact that Michigan State has not been relevant since 2015. Um, they haven't done anything since Barack Obama's been president. They haven't done anything since uh, Mark D'Antonio was there in 2015. So, I mean, they just want to talk about all this crap like they've been relevant. Michigan wasn't real. I mean, Michigan was relevant. They, they just couldn't beat Ohio State oh, in the last since Harbaugh had been there. But they did it. They won the Big Ten last year. Um, and they're number four in the country right now. So, um, they've done some things in, in, in the last... 16 games. So. so just on record, you're picking Michigan State. Yeah, I'm picking Michigan State. Um, it, it, even though it kills me, um, I feel like Who I could get sick right now. Michigan State and Michigan. Nope, don't, we'll save that one for later. All right, folks. There you have it. Now, um, you and I are golfing against each other this weekend. Who are you picking in that match? I. It will be on Sunday. It will have been six weeks since the last time I played, so you would think I'd be rusty, um, and you would think I would lose, and that's not going to happen. So. You think you're going to get the win? We played in late. We played in August, didn't we? Yeah, that's six weeks. It's been six weeks. Wow. Well, Stephen took a few weeks off, and we'll probably play a lot more golf over the next month. So I would say we'll probably play five more times over the next couple months, and I'll probably beat them all five times. Anyways, I sound like a Michigan State fan. There's my prediction. There's no doubt I'll win on. Are you gonna go on Twitter and start tweeting about pictures of your face or whatever? You're relentless. You got some dog in you. I will win. It's the wood. I will wood shed. Game's been in good shape. So I will win on Sunday. Taking you too deep in the water or whatever they call they say those stupid things that they say. Tournament in October, but we'll just end up golfing him and I versus each other, and I'll probably win that one too. Um, So anyway, I'm just being serious. Just what's gonna happen? So so bottom line, if Washington wins, I can't remember. Are you kidding me? If Washington wins, we both would laugh about it. If Michigan State wins, we both get a win in the W column. That's how I see it. Well, that's where it goes. So there's a lot of big games. When we come to you next week, we're going to recap. Are we not picking Hawaii? And I don't know how to say that. I'm going to be honest with you. Michigan should be ashamed for scheduling Hawaii. I mean, seriously, Hawaii. That, that That was sad. I mean, it was... It was like an eight-year-old boy versus a 25-year-old man. It was it was embarrassing, folks. That's all I can say. I've seen, let me tell you, I know embarrassment. I've seen some embarrassing things. I'm looking at an embarrassing thing right now. But that was bad. That was bad. So, anyways, we'll recap week two in the NFL. We'll recap college football's week, what is it, week three, I guess. Um, we'll look ahead. And you never know, maybe some more shocking sports news will come along along the way, too. So, until then... See everyone next week. And again, I still got a hunch I'm going to get the dub. I feel it. He's not getting the dub, folks. Don't let him lie to you like that. All right, everyone. See you next week.